Welcome to the Perky Collar Radio Show, where we talk to entrepreneurs from across the globe to learn why they started their company, what mistakes they've made, what they learned from those mistakes, and they all share an incredible success story. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Perky Collar Radio Show. I'm your host, David M. Frankel. Today, we're so excited to introduce to you George Brewa, and he's the founder of DynaVep. Good afternoon, George. How are you this evening? Good afternoon, David. I am thrilled to be here. Thank you for the opportunity to have a little chat about what some people may perceive as a bit of a controversial topic. Excellent. Well, you know, it's it's important to educate people. Uh, we all have judgments based on our, our past or based on our experiences. And I think it's important that we give everyone an opportunity to clarify and to educate us on different industries. So uh, that's a good way to segue into, George, why did you start DynaVap? So uh, as a person that for various reasons, uh, you know, I, I don't want to make excuses or anything along those lines, but maybe uh, it's a little ADHD or something along those lines, uh, like I would think that many people that fall into the spectrum of inventors. Uh, I found that a little bit of cannabis was actually very beneficial to me occasionally, but I didn't like the smoke. In fact, uh, the smoke was one of the worst aspects of it for me, where you know it was just harsh, it would burn, and just the idea of intentionally inhaling smoke has never appealed to me because it just contains so many toxic compounds. So fast forward a few years, uh, I was able to experience a vaporizer for the first time. And not a vaporizer like most people associate that you know has a, a liquid in it and a battery. Uh, this was a device that was actually butane powered. And you just put a little bit of uh, any of your favorite herbs inside of it. And it functioned like an oven that you used to bake cookies, but just miniature-sized. And all of a sudden, the harshness went away. The combustion byproducts went away. Uh, this is much better. The problem was, these devices were really expensive. This was 2012, by the way. Uh, you know, a, a decent quality vaporizer back then was $300 plus dollars. And as many of us are aware of, you know, the dollars were worth a little bit more back then as they are now. So it was a very expensive thing. So the whole idea for Dynavap came about, you know, one uh, afternoon, evening in my basement with a couple of friends. And the question came up was, oh, how expensive does a vaporizer really need to be? How complex is it necessary for them to be? Can we make these simpler? And I immediately got up off the couch and uh, grabbed a few supplies from my back room because I like to make things. And uh, in a matter of a few minutes, put together a very rudimentary prototype and proved that, yeah, you can just use a lighter to heat up uh, a heat-resistant oven containing anything, any, any botanical material, any herb, any root, whatever it might be, that contains a compound that you're interested in. And you can evaporate it and separate it from all of the biomass without burning it. Interesting. So with the prototype, where did you go from there? So after the first prototype, I was like, oh, that's neat. I think people might like these. So I built a few more. And uh, with the, the idea in mind, okay, 
how can I not only make this device functional? Because, of course, form needs to follow function, so we've got to get to function first. But how can I make them so the functionality is relatively simplistic, so that it's easy for a person to understand and easy for them to use? Easy for, yeah, and, and easy to get good functionality out of it, so it's satisfying to use. And one thing kind of really stuck out clearly in my mind, uh, even though I've, I've never been a person that liked to smoke. Um, the, I'm going to say the ritual of smoking is a very powerful thing. Uh, in fact, rituals in general are powerful, but rituals become much more powerful when they are done in combination with substances that change your state of mind, nicotine being one of them, uh, but certainly not the only one. Uh, so the goal was to create a product that would emulate uh, what a lot of people experience with smoking in terms of the physical ritual of what you do with your hands so that transitioning from a harmful behavior like lighting something on fire and intentionally inhaling the incomplete combustion byproducts uh, becomes easier to transition to something that's far less harmful because you're not having to completely disrupt bypass or eliminate the ritual end of the process. Okay. So walk me through who your customers are. Who tends to appreciate, um, enjoy the simplistic vaporizer okay. you created? So really fun question. Uh, turns out that our largest demographic is actually people that are aged 25 to 34. And that constitutes somewhere in the neighborhood about 70% of our customer base. And the vast majority of the rest of them are older than that, uh, partially because our devices aren't all that cheap. You know, this is not generally something you're gonna pick up at the gas station for 10 bucks. Uh, in fact, our, our lowest price entry level device is about $50. Uh, plus shipping, et cetera. Uh, but unlike the devices that you buy at the gas station, our devices are actually extremely durable and with a little bit of care can very likely last an entire person's lifetime. So they end up being a pretty good investment from the perspective that they're very durable, they last a long time, and they provide the, the uh, let's say, the operator of the device with a much cleaner and more comfortable experience if they're looking for that sort of thing. So walk me through some of the medical benefits. Okay. What type of uh, illnesses, what type of diseases would vaporizing be beneficial for? Okay. So that depends more on the compound or the substance that the person is looking to consume. Um, but it doesn't sidestep the, the comparative and in, so uh, I'll, I'll touch on what diseases first and then step into the why afterwards. So uh, in many cases, for example, uh, people are utilizing our devices to consume cannabis. It's certainly not the only thing that you can consume with our devices, uh, but it's one that's very common because cannabis is actually a very effective medication for a pretty broad range of ailments and is probably one of the best uh, substances for helping people that are contending with cancer uh, because it helps stimulate the appetite, it helps 
contend with nausea, which are two very substantial side effects from uh, cancer treatments and therapies. Um, so from a, a disease perspective, uh, when we think about, you know, in terms of harm, when we are using a device like this, referred to as a vaporizer, or we prefer as a company to call our devices uh, or call them our product a thermal extraction device. Because if we think about the act of smoking or vaping, what people are typically seeing is, okay, if you're smoking, you're taking a substance, you're lighting it on fire, you're smoldering it, and you're inhaling the smoke. If you're vaping, or you're using some sort of battery-powered thing that has a liquid in it, and effectively what you have is an electrical atomizer that's just heating up the stuff until it sizzles into uh, uh, an aerosol. When we go into the third category that many people aren't very familiar with, which is thermal extraction, that's the category our devices fall into because they don't utilize uh, e-liquids or those sorts of things. And they're not generally used for smoking either. So what is a thermal extraction device? Well, it's a device that is a miniature version of your oven. So just like you put in some cookie dough in your oven and you bake it at a somewhat of a precise temperature for a precise length of time to get some nice fresh baked cookies. You can put just about any botanical material into one of our devices ovens and you can bake it at just the right temperature for just the right amount of time and you can get all of the essential compounds that you're seeking and extract them from that biomass while leaving the vast majority of all of the inert material behind not burning it, not charring it, not creating the combustion byproducts, just very carefully extracting what you're looking for and leaving everything else. Interesting. Can you walk me through some of the harmful effects of some of those byproducts that you can avoid because oh, of the product? Certainly. So um, one of the biggest ones, if we're talking about smoking, is carbon monoxide which is a significant toxin and a component of uh, cigarettes. Following that, uh, when you smolder biomass, um, what you're doing is uh, the, the cherry on a cigarette, for example, tends to operate at temperatures somewhere between six and 800 degrees Fahrenheit. And what this means is the, the temperature that it, that, cherry is exposing all of the biomass around it too is very very hot hot enough to effectively vaporize a lot of the compounds that you're looking for that's actually what's creating the effect when you're smoking is the heat from the burning material is vaporizing or thermally extracting the active compounds from the material that's just in front of where it's burning okay so if that visualization helps at all mm -hmm. you're consuming your material uh, or you're getting the active compounds out of your material by burning it up as a fuel source to evaporate the compounds just in front of where the material is burning. It's just in the process of using the material as an energy source, you're also consuming all of the additional byproducts of using that energy source and it burns really, really dirty. Uh, in the process, inside of any botanical, you're going to typically have some oils and some lignans and some cellulose and some other you know, 
non-desirable materials that when they burn, they produce carbon monoxide. They produce some heavy tars, oils, resins that aren't generally very good. Or if you're, you know, in the, in the case of, uh, say, smoking a, a joint or a bowl or something like that, if it's cannabis, you tend to consume ash as well from all of this burnt material. None of this stuff is good in your lungs. Uh, you know, your lungs are some very sensitive tissue, but the lungs are also an extraordinarily effective route for the administration of certain medications. Very interesting. And also, I've been told the paper on a cigarette and paper on cigars are different. But I guess paper on, a marijuana, on marijuana would be different as well, but the burning of the paper itself is also harmful. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, what's the paper? Well, it's pretty much all cellulose and lignin. And neither of these materials contain any desirable compounds that you want to be consuming really for any reason. They're just there to hold your, your material and your fuel in, in position so that it can be consumed utilizing probably one of the oldest methods of consuming uh, medicines other than eating, right? Smoking has been around, you know, we know documented for thousands and thousands of years. What would you say is the most popular things to put in the thermal extraction device? Can it, can it be number one or? I would say cannabis is probably number one. Give me uh, a top, top four, top five. Uh, well, or three. Or probably, three. Yeah, well, that's, that's fun. So uh, cannabis is probably number one. Uh, hemp is probably number two. Uh, being, you know, types of cannabis that don't contain THC or no significant quantity. Uh, much higher in CBD, which has kind of been the buzz for the last five or six years. Because there's a lot of beneficial compounds in there uh, when the THC is not a component. Uh, very calming, very nice in that regard. Tobacco can also be consumed in a, in a more responsible way. Although I'm not a big advocate for tobacco uh, because of the, the habit-forming characteristics that it has and it just can be so harmful for people uh after that uh some of my favorites are coffee tea and lavender hmm. and so uh, just like you'll, you'll occasionally see a chocolate bar with a little bit of lavender in it um mm -hmm. lavender is acceptable for consuming in small quantities and one of the huge benefits of a thermal extraction device is it allows a person to consume an extraordinarily small amount of a compound very carefully and with minimal risk because it's such a small amount that even if it is toxic in larger doses, it's very easy to administer a very, very tiny amount without having to go through a more complex, we'll call it uh, chemistry or situation where now you got to measure out this many milligrams and dilute it across this volume of water to know approximately what your ratio is. In addition to that, when you administer a substance via pulmonary versus uh, eating it, it by bypasses the, uh, the GI tract. And this means that those compounds aren't subjected to some of the enzymes in your, your digestive system that might break them down. So you can administer compounds that otherwise would need to be given intravenously. Hmm. Very interesting. 
we've definitely done the research. You definitely understand the power of uh, of using the extraction device uh, versus other other ways to, to inhale things. Uh, and I appreciate that because I think a lot of my listeners may have preconceived notions. I think it's helpful to understand there are benefits to uh, thermo extraction devices. Uh, obviously, you can always use it the wrong way, but there's also a right way to use it as well. And there's some benefits to using it the right way, too. So I appreciate you clarifying and helping us understand the medical and the scientific side of it as well. To go into the business now a little bit more in Dynavap, uh, what mistakes did you make when you were scaling the business? And I guess when did the business start? Kind of walk us from there. Okay. So the initial concept, like uh, I mentioned earlier on, was 2012. Okay. So uh, that's it, 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 it took me somewhere in the neighborhood about two and a half to three years to kind of get through the initial design, proof of concept, prototyping, to the point where I had a product that was, we'll just say, borderline ready to share with people in a bit more of a public fashion, but not really ready for the market. And so uh, fast forward to 2015 is when I uh, launched an, a, a semi-successful crowdfund campaign. And I, I say that because the crowdfund campaign uh, never made it to completion because they didn't like uh, vaporizers either. You know, So from there on, uh, we, we did start to grow pretty quickly, which was a, a pretty interesting ride. And so to kind of answer your question in terms of, you know, some of the biggest mistakes, I'd say so far, my biggest mistake is uh, growing too quickly for too long without a bit of a, we'll call it an intentional reset and reassessment. And that then happened uh, here about a year, a little over a year ago where all of a sudden it's like, oh, we were banking too much on continuing to grow at a ridiculously fast pace. Now we have to kind of reassess and clean things up, look for all the inefficiencies, and basically get our business into a little bit of a better condition to operate, especially in a more challenging market like we're experiencing right now. Sure. And what would you say you learned from that mistake? Like, what would you do differently now? Or what, did you, what was your takeaway from that experience? So my biggest takeaway, and, and this, this applies not just to this situation, but uh, when I contemplated at least, you know, half a dozen or more, what I would call significant decisions uh, that I've had to make, you know, with this business and other businesses as well, is you just got to trust your gut. When something doesn't feel right, there's a reason. And I think about, you know, some of my personnel and some of my other decisions, you know, I was like, you know, this is just isn't working out. I, I need to move on. I need to, you know, let this person go or I need to find someone else to do their job. I need to take that task away from them. You know, when my gut's saying, you know, this, this just isn't lining up, change something. And, you know, so it's been some hard and some expensive lessons, but I'm really trying to take it to heart that, uh, you know, as we get a little bit more experience from doing the things that we love to do, some of these choices become a little bit more clear. Excellent. Well, George, walk us through a success story. Maybe it's a big purchase order. Maybe it was a big um, something, a success, a trade show. Uh, walk me through just a really problem moment, something that really reinforces your why, why you started this uh, to begin with back in 2012. Okay. Well, 
I hope that this is going to answer your question in that regard. And what I would consider to be one of our biggest success stories is, is kind of an incremental thing that I get to see uh, on a somewhat regular basis. And it, and it gives me tremendous drive and satisfaction every time I come across one of these. And uh, I, I, I can sum it up this way. Uh, you know, I, I would get stories in, in messages from people occasionally saying how, you know, they bought our device and how it literally changed their life and made them a lot more of who they wanted to be, healthier, solved other issues. It's like, you know, it's, and it was just kind of really heartwarming. And so I, I just did a quick, a quick search and I typed into a search engine, Dynavap uh, changed my life. And I was really shocked to see how much content was actually online in terms of people making comments, not necessarily directly to me, but into online forums, uh, Reddit and some other various communities online in terms of how our products have helped them completely stop smoking once and for all, completely in the past, no longer part of their life and how they tend to go on in terms of how much better they feel, how much more mobile they're, they're able to be and how just in general life has been improved because of how our devices have changed things up for them. That's excellent. And honestly, anytime you can help people, it's always a, a beneficial experience for sure. And especially when you see a lot of them, uh, that makes it even more empowering and helps reinforce your why. So, George, uh, let's wrap up. And I apologize for my dog barking there at the end. Uh, wrap up for me with the uh, ways people can find you, uh, your website, your social media, phone number, email, however people can get a hold of you. Uh, sure. Great. So uh, our website is Dynavap. That's D-Y-N-A-V as in Victor, A-P.com. Uh, there you can find a broad selection of our, our products. You should also uh, con consider checking out our, we have a community on Reddit which is just r slash Dynavap, uh, where people are talking about not just our product, but uh, kind of the secondary consequence of bringing a very durable product to market in a fashion where we designed this product from the ground up to be modular. Well, there's a whole secondary market of makers out in what we're going to call the Dynavap community or the Dynaverse that make accessories for our products so people can customize and get exactly the device that they're seeking. Okay. Uh, so there you go, dynavap.com, uh, r slash dynavap, or just type dynavap into any search engine, uh, click on images, videos, or just regular content, and you'll find that there's a substantial amount of stuff out there. Oh, what about social Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, yeah. Tumblr? Uh, Instagram is also dynavap. Uh, Twitter, same thing. Uh, Facebook, we have a Dynavap page called the Dynaverse. Dynaverse, okay. Very cool. Well, George, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate you sharing your story and why you brought the product to market and who benefits from it and helping us differentiate between other thermo extraction devices and other ways of uh, using different products and the pros and cons and the byproducts you can avoid by using it and which ones are most popular. I think you covered a lot of great information and I think you helped educate people that are listening uh, to the show. So I appreciate you taking the time to do so. Yeah, I, I really appreciate it uh, being on your show. It, uh, you know, it's 
so much fun being able to have an opportunity to talk with other people, especially, you know, some people that have a, a differing perspective. And uh, just one last thing to just kind of summarize it, because I think I missed this point. Because uh, we talked about smoking, we talked about thermal extraction, but we didn't talk a whole lot about vaping and the, the questionable liquids that are coming from who knows what factory from wherever else. And that's just kind of one of those ancillary benefits of a thermal extraction device. You can very much more carefully control what you're putting in it versus what's coming in a bottle from who knows where. That's a very good point to distinguish as well. So anyway, David, yeah, it's been a pleasure being on your show. I appreciate you taking the time. So in the, in the liquids, you can't really control what's in the liquid, but in the, with the thermal extraction device, you can control what goes in it. Absolutely. You can literally grow your own herbs in your garden and be in control of every aspect of what you're consuming. It just makes for, I think, a very elegant solution for a person that really cares about their health. Okay. Very good. Which, one other quick thing, if you got a minute. Sure, go Our devices also allow for the administration of an extraordinarily small amount uh, in a very measured way. In fact, when you look at the chambers or the ovens on our devices, uh, they're some of the smallest that you're going to find anywhere in the whole industry, which means that as a person that's consuming these things, you're consuming much, much smaller amounts, which means you're not loading up your lungs with all kinds of unnecessary foreign matter. That's very important. Keep it pure, keep it simple. Exactly that. Excellent, George. Again, thank you so much for being on the show, and I appreciate your attention to detail and helping us clarify and help people that may not understand the difference between vaping and the thermo extraction device process help clarify some things and help understand the dangers of the liquid vaping and how this is very different than the liquid vaping and, you know, offering those uh, differences, I think is very important. I, I, I completely agree. I like how we're able to help people. And, you know, if you're not sure, you know, I, I encourage anyone just Dynavap changed my life and it's, it's content that we're not creating. You know, we're, we're trying to help people. Sure. Well, thank you, George, for being on the show. And you've listened to another episode of the Perky Calorie Show. Thank you for tuning in. What is the Perky Collar? It is a collar support system for dress shirts. That's right. Over 18,000 of these amazing devices have been sold globally. How does it work? Lift the collar, add the Perky Collar with the long tapered ends on top, lower your collar on top. Adjust to make sure it's even around the collar, and that's it. You've now transformed your droopy, saggy dress shirt collar to a brand new looking dress shirt, ready to tackle sweaters, jackets, blazers, and the collar still stays nice and tall. How do you find it? The website is perkyllc.com. That's spelled P as in Paul, E as in Elephant, R as in Robert, K as in Kangaroo, Y as in Yo-Yo, LLC, LarryLarryCharlie.com. That's perkyllc.com. Get yours today, or if you're in Charlotte, North Carolina, visiting or live here, feel free to come by South Park Mall's kiosk located between Francesca's and Toomey. Best entrance is Maggiano's and Cheesecake Factory. See you soon. Look your best. Have a great day. Perky LLC is a clothing innovation company. We solve clothing-related problems such as the droopy, saggy dress shirt collar, the pocket square that doesn't 
seem to sit still properly, it unfolds, it falls down. The shirt that keeps coming untucked, collar stays that keep curling on you, and more and more issues with your belt, cracking, splitting, holeless belts are the solution. You can adjust them by a quarter inch instead of having to go up an inch or down an inch. What about that lapel you want to use as an accent color to match a dress or as a color accent to your wardrobe? This and many other fun fashion accessories are available at PerkyLLC.com. Beyond innovation, we also have fashion accessories, bow ties, you name it, from feather to blingy to wooden, even wooden ones that move, even wooden ones that showcase the skyline of cities all across the country. Check out PerkyLLC.com for all these great fashion accessories and innovative solutions. Are you ready to publish your own book? Do you have a story to tell? Does the world need to hear your story? Now is your chance. Go to https colon forward slash go go dot bestsellingbook.com forward slash perky collar radio show. That's right. It's as simple as that. They'll walk you through every step needed to publish your own book. And watch out, be ready to be an Amazon bestseller, maybe a Wall Street Journal bestseller, or maybe even New York Times bestseller. It all starts with a single step and having the right team around you. Again, go to https colon forward slash go, G-O dot bestsellingbook.com forward slash perky collar radio show. Look forward to seeing your amazing results.